Well, I, I think I'd like to start just um, with condolences to Aaron Lowe's family and, um, you know, the tragedy that, that, that happened um, recently. You know, like I said, condolences and heartfelt wishes for them as they handle that situation as best they can. Um, you know, it, it's been seeing all of you guys, um, seeing our players. You know, I'm, I'm excited to to come back and have a group that's, you know, enthusiastic about playing. And, you know, I know has worked hard this summer to put ourselves in a position to really compete and hopefully have an outstanding year. Um, you know, congratulations to the people in management that, you know, Justin and their group and they certainly had a busy summer and, you know, the, the people that were promoted, you know, welcome to the people that were added um, and we're ready to go. When you look at uh, this season, I mean, the, the depth and of the roster and, you know, the, the number of returning vets, the core is pretty much intact. You know, what are your, what are your thoughts just, you know, just, managing and, and, and coaching this, this team? Well, I think last year, you know, a big part of the year, um, two things. One was about, you know, we began to establish an identity, you know, over the course of um, the end of the previous year and then, you know, in the summertime in the bubble. And, you know, that continued, um, you know, in a lot of focus, emphasis, work in that area. Uh, additionally, you know, you're aware even from the beginning of the year, um, the things that potentially will present challenges for your group, um, not just in the regular season, but as you move forward in the postseason. So, um, you know, with respect to our core, you know, I, I'd like, and I'm confident, and it'll, you know, there's not, not to say that we don't need to be refreshed, but I think that the formulation of that identity, um, you know, hopefully allows us to continue to grow in other ways. And, you know, I, I'm not fond of the expression, run it back. Um, that's not what we're trying to do. And, you know, I think the addition of, of Hassan, um, you know, his ability to protect the rim and do many of the same things Rudy does. Uh, Rudy Gay, you know, I think the versatility that he provides, some of the things that he can do offensively, some of the things he can do defensively, you know, gives us, you know, some other looks um, and, and it'll take some time for us to, um, you know, to weave those guys into the mix. And as you said, uh, get even more continuity. But given the fact that we have a core and we think we know how we want to play, we think we know ways we want to improve and get better. Obviously, I mentioned those two guys as free agents, Jared. You know, getting Jared Butler in the draft, you know, Trent Forrest emergence for those of you that watch some summer league. Um, so a lot of guys um, that I think uh, to have a competitive group and it's tough to crack when you've got two sixth men of the year. Um, you know, it's tough to crack a rotation, but um, I, I don't think that doesn't mean that certain players can not have an impact. I think we can have some guys no matter how many minutes they're playing that, that can impact and move the needle um, and provide us, you know, a different type of depth. There's 
uh, you've added the kind of added emphasis to the theme, whether that's like high pass or like last basic transition threes, right? Like, mm -hmm. What is that for this year? How do you want to evolve your style of play? Yeah, it, it, I think there's a balance between, you know, continuing to double down on, on the things that you do well and understanding that anytime you have some success in a certain part of the game, that the NBA adjusts you. That, that happened a few years ago when Rudy led the league in dunks and all of a sudden people were trying to take away his role. So some of that's, you know, anticipating what those adjustments are. You know, you can identify certain teams that play certain ways. Um, those are games and that's film um, that you watch, you know, over the course of the summer. And whether it's, um, again, kind of raised awareness from the group, that those are things that we're going to see and we're going to have to be better against. Um, I think we address that on some level with the roster, um, with more versatility. And then it's a question, you know, of, I think situational basketball, where there, there's certain concepts that we know, you know, we have success doing where our execution can improve so that people can't take us out of our strengths. And then there's other things that, you know, for lack of a better word, like our, our counters to those things, um, you know, that can help us grow on both ends of the floor. We saw a lot of evolution um, with our group last year. You know, I think that the team that you saw playing um, in the early part of the year, you know, we really progressed some some areas that may be more subtle than others that, that really impacted the bottom line. And, um, you know, we have an expression Kaizen and we want to keep getting better. And that's to me what it's about, um, whether it's the summer, um, continue to get better during the course of the year, both individually, collectively and in combinations. And I think all those things, um, you know, coming together and improving in all those areas, you know, you see your team get better throughout the course of the year. And that's, that's what we want to do. Are the things that Hassan's done successfully in his career, do those translate to what you're asking of your big guys to do? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I was, you know, excited about when, you know, we reached out to Hassan and I think Hassan recognized that as well. You know, it's, it's not hard for him to look at Rudy and you remember some of those matchups. Um, I'm sure those two guys will talk about that, but um, they're similar. They're, they're, they're certainly different in some ways, but I think probably more similar um, in others, just with a, their ability uh, to protect the rim. Um, th there'll be somewhat of an adjustment. There always is. We went through this with Mike and for Hassan, you know, you're playing with different players than you've played with before and, and getting to know those guys and adjusting to them and the same thing for the other guys i know i think Hassan's wingspan is maybe one inch less than rudy's so he's probably on the rack trying to stretch himself out but you guys will have to confirm that with the two those are pretty sort of two pretty long guys Do uh several of the guys have mentioned coming to the realization that you know they feel like this is a team that has a chance to do some special things but balancing that against the idea that those windows don't always stay open for very long. Are there tangible ways that you can see that idea like kind of manifest itself as, as OTAs happen as training camp approaches? Yeah, I, I think, first of all, the fact that you're hearing that from our players, just that awareness in and of itself um, is, is the first step. And 
then I think to, to be, you know, really transparent about the areas that you need to accomplish that, you know, there's so much of the league, you know, I don't, I don't know who's favored to win it. Um, but my guess is they're, you know, 20% chance to win. I mean, there, there's so many things that have to happen for you to win the whole thing. Um, you guys can check all the numbers, uh, but you know, injury, um, you know, matchups, there's a lot of things that you can't control. Um, but I think having the awareness, that there is a window, you know, and, you know, to, to allow you, you know, yourself to really appreciate that and be in the present and play every possession and try to get better every day. I mean, th those are all things that hopefully motivate not just a group individually, but collectively. And I think that's, you know, one of the things for us is because we have balance, um, because we have a lot of players that are capable um, of making plays, uh, the, the, that unselfishness um, and that connectivity is really where our strength lies. And to understand that there's lots of external factors that, that can impact that um, and to be able to close those out and really focus on the things that you need to do to be better. And to also understand that other teams you know, are actively going to try to exploit those teams to split you apart. Um, and for us, that's something I think you learn through experience and competition. And, you know, this is another opportunity there. Uh, Quinn, Rudy Gay said uh, it was a conversation with you that kind of sold him on coming here. I want to know what, first off, do you remember the conversation? What can you share about that? Yeah, that, I remember the conversation vividly. Um, you know, we had met with Rudy um a, a few years ago prior to him going to san antonio and that it, it we were kidding on the phone it felt like kind of a college home visit we were in austin um and he was just coming off his achilles um and i've always you know he's one of those guys that from afar when you watch the game you you see things you like um i i think the thing that resonated from the conversation is you know th there was a, a humility and a real willingness to want to contribute any way that, that he could. And part of that contribution um, is him being a playmaker, you know, and, and I think he's got the ability, particularly at his height, um, to do a lot of different things on the floor. And we'll, we'll figure out how that, you know, fits in with our group. But um, we talked about, you know, he's a guy, that I think he went from maybe 2.3 threes a game up to just under four, um, you know, playing next to Rudy Gobert, um, you know, has a tendency to create some open shots for you. And I think he's hungry to continue to involve, evolve his game. Um, I, I felt talking to him that, you know, his experience and his maturity, there are certain players that you as a coach can talk to and learn from them that you trust. Um, and, and he was one of those guys out of the gate you know, for me. So it was a very, I think, candid, open conversation. And it felt like five minutes, not, not 45. So um, the last thing I'd say is, you know, oftentimes, and I think this has been true of a number of guys that we've had, um, you get to a point in your career where it, it, it can, it's good enough. You know, you've been in the league for 
I don't know how long Rudy's been in the league, you know, 12, 13, 14, a long time. And when you're in the league that long, it's very easy to just be content. You know, occasionally you'll, you'll see players that they feel like there's more they can accomplish. Usually that means winning a championship. I think in Rudy's case, there was kind of a, a thirst to improve. Um, so some of our subsequent conversations uh, involve those things, you know, where I, I think there's things that he can do for us that with our team are really unique, you know, whether it's post a mismatch, you know, if you look at his isolation defense numbers in San Antonio, they're, they're very good because of his length. Um, so, um, and at the same time, you know, I got the sense that it, it's, it's workmanlike, like, you know, whatever you need coach. And that's all when someone goes in with that frame of mind, they're usually able to do a lot of things that you need. We heard all day today from Jay-Z and then from many of the players, how important health is going to be and how much that kind of resonates, especially after the way the playoffs ended last year. Going, yeah. into, mm -hmm. going into this season, there's more depth and there's also another quick turnaround that you have from last season. So do you anticipate maybe more focus on getting guys rest or expanding the rotation so that you can serve minutes? It, it you know, a couple of things, you know, if you look at say Donovan's injury and, you know, I don't know that there's any way you tell him to play without jumping, yeah. you know, um, Mike didn't play back to backs. Um, so it's something that we have been really aware of. Some of it, I think, is luck. Um, we were really good last year um, when guys were out. You know, I mean, I think we adjusted very well, and then we, we did play more guys at those points in time. The, the, the rotation that we had last year, um, it's tough to crack. A nine-man rotation, if you look around the league, that's, you know, some teams play 10, um, but consistently playing nine. Um, developing, you know, there has to be opportunity. And if Mike's playing 29 minutes a game, I think all our guys, we're, we're not playing guys heavy minutes. So I guess what I'm getting at, we have an expression, you know, compete on health. And I think that that's something um, for each of our guys individually. And certainly for me as a head coach, looking for those opportunities. Last year with COVID, even though there was a short term you know, we didn't shoot around very often. You know, we have a team um, that, as I said, you know, that, that identity, I think, is um, it may not be in the forefront of our minds right now, but I think it will be shortly. Um, but more than anything, I, I think it's good fortune. And then it's also, you know, the ability to play through those situations and, and how you handle them and, and how guys adjust. But we certainly you know, there, there's a lot of things that happened, you know, last year in, in the playoffs. And um, I don't want to look to just rest or injury because those are the, some of the things you have to overcome. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we get a break. We had Boyan out the year before against Denver. So, um, no, but there's more work to do, even if everybody is healthy. Not to ask you about all your private <clears throat> conversations with your team, or with your team, but uh, Jared Butler said you called him on draft night. And after he slipped, it kind of made him feel a lot better and that he was in the right spot. What do you think about guys who kind of enter the league with some adversity, even if it's just something like falling on draft night? And then what do you expect from him or what have you seen from him? 
you know, when I was at Duke, one of the things that Coach K told me at one point is that the, the relationship, you really, your career, a lot of times it begins in the recruiting process. And that's the opportunity that you have, you know, to begin to formulate a relationship. I think with the exception of a draft interview or watching a player play, you, you, you don't really have a chance to get to know them until they get here. Um, that was, you know, with, with myself and Jared, it, it, it was really about, you know, adversity. And I think he needed to know what a good player that, that we thought that he was, you know, across the whole organization. So, um, you know, if there's a guy, you know, the character that he has was demonstrated in some of the pain that he felt. And I think the way that he's, handled that and the way that he's worked is also emblematic of that same character. Um, we got a couple pretty good guards, um, but there'll be opportunities. I, I think for us with some of the guys um, that are gonna be competing for rotational minutes, one of the keys, key things for them is to be able to come in and play in shorter stints and be able to impact the game. I think oftentimes, you know, if a guy's used to playing 28, 30 minutes in college, that's an adjustment, you know, and um, not one, not to put too much pressure on yourself if you miss a shot, um, just did you take the right shot? And, you know, for us as coaches um, to really try to empower those guys to, to do the thing. Mie last year, you know, the impact he had just running the floor or going to the offensive boards, um, but then Mike's playing again. You know, and George had a pretty good year. So suddenly you're squeezed out of a rotation, but you still have to be ready to play. So, um, you know, I think Jared understands that. And I think his maturity and his mental makeup. And, um, you know, I told him Rudy wore 27 for a reason. So he doesn't need to wear whatever his number was. I don't, frankly, I don't care where he was drafted. I'm just glad he's on the team. I got time for one more. What do you think about going to Vegas for training you know, that was a discussion. So when we were in the bubble, there was part of that process um, that I thought really helped our team. And it, it was a lot of things, you know, it was eating together. It was the ping pong table. It was something as simple as coming down the elevator and walking through the hallway and you're at the gym, like literally not getting on the bus. Um, and for me, the one thing that I asked our guys to do this summer was to work on their own and come back in shape. And we have a longer preseason this year, which I think allows us to, to take it in segments. And, and to me, that first segment, um, you know, the opportunity to get away and really focus on our group and, and to be around each other. When practice is over, not everybody goes home. You know, certain guys, including myself, you know, you have to get up pretty early. We've got a couple of new guys with some new additions to their families. Um, so it, there, there's a focus there. And we were able, you know, Albert Hall um, from Hall Pass Productions, who helps put on the summer league, also used to do Adidas Nations. You know, when I called him and asked him, you know, is this something that, that we think we can do, um, you know, kind of asked him to run with it and what we got back was more than you know it exceeded expectations so um, the, the enthusiasm that, that hopefully we have going down there together um, the opportunity I think for us to process last year um, 
you know, mentioned not running it back. There's certain things like it's okay to run back some things, you know, but um, I think the time for us to be together and have real dialogue about, you know, what it is that we need to do to be better um, and set the table that way um, is as important as anything. And, you know, Las Vegas gives us a chance to do that. Um, I don't know if that includes the craps table or not, but it, uh, that's okay too. We want guys to connect and bond and be together. And I think they're all excited to play. Craps little ping pong table. Right. Yeah, exactly. Boo Ray, Blackjack, who knows? We'll have to name a play after one of them.